0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Breath of Fresh Faith. I'm so excited and so pumped to talk to y'all. First of all, happy new year. I hope that you guys are having incredible starting off of your second week of January. And I hope that you have a ton of motivation that's kickstarting a lot of your goals and, and vision for this upcoming year. And I am really excited to talk to you guys. I wanted to talk to you guys today about the topic of getting back to your first love. And you're probably thinking, Hannah, what the heck are we talking What do you even mean? What are we talking about? Well, guys, I went to church last Wednesday, and I was just really moved by the Lord and this topic of the sermon that Pastor Kevin Wallace preached on was about getting back to your first love and helping us get back to how we felt when we first asked the Lord to come into our life and how that type of feeling is something that we should hold on to on the daily. So to keep us striving to always, you know, please the Lord and do the, do what he's asking of us and to realize how precious of a feeling that is and how it's so easy to get distracted, whether it's apart from ourselves or the enemy trying to get us to forget that feeling or to forget what it's like to to really pursue him, the Lord, and to know him intimately. And I one of my goals for this year, I really I don't like the word goals. I've I've had to like work process that because I feel like that I have not been very good. Especially having ADHD, like actually like following through with goals is like very challenging. Like I can make a ton of progress, but actually completing a goal is really hard for me. So if you're listening and you're like me, you can relate. Really shout out to you, you're a real one. But I wanted one of my goals was to go back and look through my journals that I've written because I really enjoy writing. I'm a big note taker. I've literally always taken notes ever since I was little like in Awanas at church, even in daycare. I always needed a you know Paper and a pen in my hand or a pencil to write down just to like soak up the things that I was learning. And something I was reflecting on was how I wrote down so many things in my journal, but I hadn't like failed to really go back and like reflect on what I had wrote down. And I truly believe the Lord works all things for His good. So even in the midst of that, like today when I opened up my journal from last year, literally the first pages of the journal were about things that like about the season of life that I'm currently in, which is crazy. The think that like a year ago, what I was writing down, like what I was listening to, what I was feeding my soul and feeding my heart were the exact things that, like I would need now again in this new season, this new year. And it might look different, but that the lessons can still be continued to be built built on. And so I was reading through and I was like, you know, I'm going to read, I'm going to read some of this from this sermon that I wrote down about, and so the title is called The Temptation of Jesus. We're just talking about, like, the wilderness season, and I, like, mind you, in my notes, I'm a big highlighter. I love stationery, so I'm that girl that will be highlighting a million things. So in my notes, I wrote down, you're either just out of, out of, out of one in the middle or about to go into one, and so I'm going to, like, say it again. You're either just, just got out of, out of the wilderness, or you're in the middle of the wilderness, or you're about to go into wilderness, and that wilderness seasons are unavoidable sometimes and that sometimes we misdiagnose our wilderness seasons when there's sometimes a prerequisite for where we're, where God's taking us and that we're being prepared for something and when I read that I was like wow like that's such a beautiful way to like think about the wilderness it was like instead of viewing it as something as like to be begrudging against it or like can't you know you're counting down the moments until like the Lord takes you out of that season where it's like wow what if I shift to my perspective To ask the Lord, like, what is the purpose of this? And, like, what beauty can be birthed out of it? And so I just thought that was really beautiful. And that, like, there is a necessity of the wilderness seasons in our lives because those are the things that produce, like, endurance and strength and motivation. That when we're in fruitful seasons that we can look back and be like, okay, wow, like, I actually put in the work to, like, see the fruit of my life right now. That, like, God has brought so much beauty through my, like, obedience and another another big quote from last year that I wrote down is, obedience produces breakthrough. And I was like, wow, like, that's so true. And I ended up, might be like, Hannah, that's, of course, duh. But, like, sometimes just, like, certain phrases and certain sentences can just stick out more prominently in different, different seasons of life. And so hopefully maybe someone out there that's listening can hear that and be like, oh, wow, like, that's so true. And obviously it's a lot easier said than done. But, like, the benefits of being obedient, like, are far surpassed the moment of, not wanting to do what God's asking of you because you seriously have no idea, like, what you could be on the brink of, like, what type of of beauty, what type of fruit can be on the other side of you saying yes to the Lord, or you laying down something at the Lord's feet, and I have seen that be true in my life time and time again, every single time that I've ever been not wanting to lay something down, that, like, as soon as I actually did lay it down and, like, saw it was on the other side of that, I was like, why the heck was I, like, holding on to that for so long? I think that's how the Lord, the, like, not the Lord, the enemy can use you against yourself and that sometimes you truly can be our worst enemies and so i'm going to continue to read a couple more little snippets of my notes because i was like hey maybe someone could benefit from this because this definitely touched me um the wilderness is supposed to be for a season not a life sentence and i was like dang that is so true like so many of us if you're in it in a wilderness season right now it can feel like all-consuming and never-ending but if you're like, okay, God, what can I, what can I learn out of this season to help me get forward and get out of it? And instead of like rushing it, like trying to soak up the lessons that like God wants to teach you through it and that like Christ doesn't leave you when you're in the wilderness. Like he never, he's never left you. He never will. And so in those seasons, like think about it as a season of the Lord, hiding you away with him because he's wanting to have intimate conversations with you and that honestly, I have seen it true in my life and a lot of the people around me that like the Lord speaks so much sometimes through the silence of just the silent whispers of, of just sitting still and something so profound that someone in my life, spiritual mentor of mine, like really spoken to me this past week was like really, really crazy. And she knows like, I'm someone that's like always on the go. I, um, I don't do well at resting, even though I know like we're literally commanded to rest, but like that is something I struggle with and I just don't know how to properly rest, and she was like, Hannah, she's like, literally, like, the Lord has always been seated at the throne, like, he's never, he's never left, and so, like, in order to be able to hear, hear from him, and to dwell with him, like, that requires you to sit as well, because he never gets up, and I was like, wow, like, that's so crazy, and I was like, isn't that so wild how we're over here, like, trying to rush past life, and Live, live in a way that is so, so like unfulfilling because in the grand scheme of things is like, if we're so busy on like focusing on the next thing, then are like, we're never actually like soaking up what's happening right now. And if we're not promised tomorrow, then like, how are you like, how can you rest in knowing that like, you're going to have the opportunity to reflect on all the things that you have done at this point in your life. And that has really gotten a hold of my attention. And I recognize that like in your twenties, y'all, if you're listening and you're like, just turn 20 or 26 like me, or you're older than me, like whatever season of life you're in, like if you're trying to figure things out and you don't have it all figured out, which first of all, if you think you do, I can guarantee and promise you, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but like you don't have it all together because only the Lord does. And that is why we need him is because he has all the answers. He He knows what's going to happen before it's going to happen. And I'm thankful that we can all rest in that, but it can be so, so hard to just exist and just to be. And I purchased a book last year which is hilarious because I didn't finish it but I started it and it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer and I'm very excited and pumped to read it and just to like dive into and see like what God wants to reveal to me through it and I think especially someone that is prone to being busy and craving busyness which can be super humbling to admit because I complain about it often yet that's something that I like continue continually like position myself to be busy and so God's like trying to he's not trying he is he's highlighting to me how that can be super hindering to like my walk with him and not only my walk with him but like the call that he has in my life because I'm so focused on like what's next and I'm like like I said like I'm missing markers that are like pivotal for where God's taking me and so he's really like teaching me the the importance of being refined and learning how to be patient learning how to to sit, and how to be okay with sitting, and being okay with sitting, and not talking, which that's pretty hard for me, because if you can't tell, I'm, I don't have, I don't, I could talk to a wall, y'all, and I know that you guys know that, um, and so, all that to say, like, I want to just continue to, like, this, I took so many notes on this specific day, this was in January, March, it was in, uh, March, uh, March 8th, in 2023, and this, uh, this uh, message was preached, and, another good point was the first attack is the enemy attempting to lie to you about who you are or who you're not. And I'm like, well, that's so true. And that sometimes we need to go off the last thing that like we heard the Lord say to to us. And that a lot of us wonder why we haven't moved forward and like, or why God hasn't moved us forward. But the thing is, is that we struggle, we failed to complete the last thing that he asked, asked us to do. And like, why would he entrust you with something new if, you're not even able to secure what he gave you, gave you well, and you're probably like dang Hannah, like, ouch, that hurt, but, like, I'm speaking that to myself, too, like, all these things that I come on here and share about are things that I'm actively, like, working on with the Lord, and the Lord keeps me humble by being very transparent with you guys, because that also keeps me accountable to, one, have a marker to refer back to, like, okay, this is where you were, Hannah, like, in January of 2024, like, and then I can look back at the end of the year, like, I did reviewing the year, like, my podcast, even this last year and be like oh wow like look at the growth and so I really challenge everyone if you're listening to like have some form of markers in your life to like help you like actually be able to have like tangible or like audible like examples of growth so then therefore like when the enemy or yourself tries to attack you or try to like because like I said we can all be our worst critics sometime that if you have those markers and those those things to refer back to you it makes it so much easier to move forward and to not stay stagnant to get boggled down by just self- wallowing or like self-sabotaging because I'm a victim of that. I I am recovering from not from self-sabotaging and it's hard it's y'all it's not easy especially if you've been trained for a long time to be that way when you've experienced a lot of hardships in your life and, then, and like I don't share that'd be like, oh wow, what was me it's like no like that's the reality of my life like I've gone through a lot of different challenges in my life and so now that I've overcome those things through the Lord, and with the Lord, now he's showing me, like, okay, like, those were moments of survival, but, like, I haven't called you to live in survival mode forever. And so, like, now I need you to learn the lessons that, like, now that you're out and you can step away and have new, fresh perspective, like, what can you what can you learn from those seasons that I, like, desperately need you to know to, like, prevent you from, one, maybe repeating the same mistakes in the, moving forward, or one, to just put in your back pocket for any day where you're talking to somebody and the Lord intervenes in a conversation and someone shares their heart and they're going through something that you just got out of that you can speak truth into and speak life into their circumstance. And so I'm so thankful for like that wisdom from the Lord and that takes being diligent with him. That takes being quiet with him. That takes being intimate with him, like actually like carving out time for him. And that's something that I have struggled my whole life with. I go through seasons where I'm like really, really great at it. And I'm always talking to him, but the way in which I talk to him, changes and fluctuates in seasons and I'm trying to find a balance of like not being so hard on myself because the Lord's definitely been like breaking off a spirit of perfectionism off me and I had never really actually verbalized it it as that until like last week until someone like my life called me on about it and I was like wow like I really have been trying to like so hard to be perfect I'm like so hard to like to look a certain way talk a certain way and not even like necessarily like trying to compare myself to others which mind you I've been there done that got that badge (laughs) and the Lord keeps me humble but really in this former season of my life I've been comparing I've been just like stripping myself apart and picking apart every little thing and it's and I've just been like like hyper fixated on like analyzing myself and not realizing that like I've been so focused on like analyzing the negative that I've like not taken the time to like acknowledge like the beauty that's within me and not in like this like condescending like arrogant way but like just genuinely acknowledging like okay I am made in the Lord's image he does call me apart like I am fearfully and wonderfully made like like what, how does it look like in my life how have I like where's the fruit of my life that like speaks truth to that and so I'm definitely growing and also a big part of that is surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded that are or where you're, where you're at, or where you're going, or where you want to be, and I'm thankful to be around people that are older than me in church that have a lot more wisdom than me, a lot, a lot lot more life experience under their belt, that can really, like, speak into my life, and be like, hey, Hannah, girl, like, you're overthinking this, like, I know you think that you're going to be, like, you're never going to get out of the season, but, like, hey, like, I promise you, like, just press in, lean in more, dwell, dwell longer, and I promise you, like, the Lord will meet you there, and so I'm passing that along to someone listening because I'm thankful that I have those people in my circle that are preaching that and really speaking, like, life over my circumstance instead of allowing me to be, one, self-sabotaging or self-loathing or just being a Debbie Downer. Like, I can't afford to stay stay still because of my own, like, my own insecurities. Now, mind you, there are seasons and moments, like I just said, the Lord's teaching me the importance of stillness, but just, like, any anything that can be good can become something that's bad. And even staying still for too long can be, you know, idolizing, like, slothfulness. And that's something that I used to deal with a lot. Still actively, like, fighting against the balance and the Lord helping refine my definition of, like, what is, like, biblical rest and, like, what is my, maybe Hannah's definition of rest and, like, are the, how far off are those two definitions. And the Lord's, like, helping realign those definitions. And so another thing I wrote down in my notes was the wilderness is a place of preparation for what he's doing He's going to bestow upon us. And that it is in the character development that will fuel the call. Like the things that can be produced out of the wilderness will be the very things to propel you to where God's taking you. And in the wilderness your character is tested. And y'all, that is so so true. Like I said here recently, like patience has been something like the Lord has been quite literally beating into my head and thankfully like we're getting better about being obedient and submitting and not like kicking and screaming about it. Even though my flesh it's a it's a daily battle y'all gotta car- like gotta carry across daily, and I'm thankful for the Lord to help me like grow and to be a better version of myself um another thing was the wilderness is where god will tra- will change your diet and you're like, Hannah, what are you talking about well the wilderness will refine you if you put if you put in the work like what are you feeding your mind, soul and spirit? We need to change our diet and we need to evaluate what is in your diet like what are you consuming and I know a lot of people in the faith like the faith realm are like be so mindful about what you're listening to like what movies what songs like it's so true and if we're called to be set apart and to be the light of the world like how are we going to actually like demonstrate that well if like we're constantly feeling our life feeling our mind with darkness and you're probably thinking hand you're being super hyper spiritual I'm like no I'm just trying to actually like take take the Lord's word for what it is and and try to like apply it to my life. And it's not always easy. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good rom-com. But even here recently, like, the Lord's like, Hannah, like, even though that you might not see the filth that is within that, the, like, certain movies, like, ask me for, like, direction and provision on, like, what you should be, like, putting into your heart and putting into your mind. And, like, how does that affect and how can that warp and taint your view of love and how... The person that I have for you, like that, might not look like that story might not look how it looks. It's looked on Hallmark or in the like movie theaters, and I'm like, that's true, Lord, that's true. And a big, a big important part of being in the wilderness is that your flesh has to die, that your flesh cannot surrender, but or no, that your flesh doesn't want to surrender, but that your spirit can surrender. And I was like, oof, that is such a word. And there is power of persistent resistance. I'm gonna say it again. There is a There is power. Of persistent resistance, the enemy wants to wear you down and to keep you stuck. And that resistance that builds the strength, not and builds strength, not the weight. And you're probably thinking, "Hannah, like, what does that even mean?" Well, we're just talking about like the analogy of like shifting your diet, and that the resistance is not going to put more weight into your, wait, put more weight on you, but it's going to help like build up your strength and your ability to like continue further, like down the race and like finishing the race that like God has you on. And another, another couple good questions that I had wrote down is, are you allowing God to do everything that he wants you to do in your wilderness? Or are you blocking him by distancing yourself from him? And that God is cleansing your palate. And I was like, oof, that is so good. And I think that's so, is so important because, sometimes in wilderness seasons it's easy to like hide away from everyone and everything including the Lord and sit there and just like just try to exist and but when you're just existing like you're not like you're wasting time you can waste time when you're doing that and then wonder why like oh my gosh like it's been a month and I'm still in the season like what the heck like God like why why didn't you take me out and he's like Hannah like you haven't even like looked up or even like tuned your ear to me like how how can I even like do anything with what you're you're not giving me anything to work with like true that is so good so humbling thank you lord and thank god for like him him having the ability to like speak to me despite my stubbornness and he knows me best so he knew that like I was going to be the way I was in in that particular season and so he's not cut off guard by that. He's not like, oh, no, I, th- like, I threw him a curveball. Like, y'all, we can't. We can never throw the Lord a curveball. And honestly, thank God for that because they will come. And the Lord wants to have you have enough like tools in your belt, like actually knowing the word, like having the prayers already, you know, prepared in your heart so when you are going through these, these seasons that you can, like, overcome them and you can steer them well and so that you don't have to stay in, there, stay in one longer than God had intended you to. And I'm very, 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 very blessed to be growing and maturing to recognize, like, okay, like, am I currently in a wilderness season? Most definitely. And and it's easy when you're in those seasons to, like, start to, like, derail and be like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, my gosh, what I do wrong, God? Like, is he punishing me? Like, what I do? Like, I thought I'd been doing everything right. I feel like I've been, been being obedient. I feel like I've been saying yes to him. I've had my hands out. Like, what more could like, what more could I do? You know, like, why, like, why does God like, why does it feel like he has something against me? And the Lord called me out and he was like, I'm not trying to punish you for being in the season. I'm actually trying to grow a very beautiful love story with you. And I want to, I've actually, he's like, I literally have moved things around for you to be in the season that you're in that a lot of people would honestly beg to be in because I literally have carved this time out in your life, in this chapter of your life, for me and you to just, to just be, to just be, for me to be a daughter, for him to be my the father, and, like, to me just to get to know him well, like, how can I, like, know what to look for in his future spouse even, like, because I know, I've been, like, downplaying that here recently, I don't know if you're in your, like, mid, early 20s, and you're, like, me, and you're around a lot of people where it's very, like, hip and cool right now to be, like, act as though that people, like, you're not ready For to like settle down and it's like a bandwagon a lot of people are jumping on and god has just like hit me with a frying pan super 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 hard and was like hannah like you're 26 like you do want to get married you do want to have kids like you need to really start like posturing yourself in a way that like you have that you can be ready for that like when i do like like place that in your lap and it's going to take time it's going to take effort it's going to take work and it's not going to be easy but it's going to be worth it because that's something like a promise that he's given me and, but he's like, but you cannot, like, the way you talk, the way you live, who you surround yourself with, like, how you posture yourself, like, is so, so important. And so I want to be around people that have that same type of posture, like, that they're hungry for, like, what God has next, or whether that is a future spouse along the way. But, like, first and foremost, y'all, if you're new to the podcast, you're like, oh, my gosh, this girl's obsessed and crazy. And, like, once you get married, I mean, of course, y'all, I want to get married, but there's more to life than those things. Um, even if I never got married, even if I never had a child, like my, li- my life, my joy is not contingent off my circumstance. And God has blessed me so, so much. And it is such an important distinction to realize, like my life doesn't begin when I get a husband. My life does not begin when I have a child or become a mother that those things and those people can complement my life, but they don't complete complete my life. And if I can't steward the season well of being in a wilderness season again with the Lord or a different one, And not get everything out of it that, like, the Lord wants to reveal to me. Then, like, I'm doing a disservice to not only myself, but, like, my future husband and my future kids. Because how can I be a good leader if I can't even be a good leader, like, while I'm single? And so if you're listening and you're like me and you're, like, so hungry for, like, what's next. Whether it's your career or trying to figure out your purpose. And trying to figure out, like, who your future spouse is. Or, like, or like, how to even figure out, like what state do you want to live in? Like there's so many different things like you could be trying to analyze in your life and trying to figure out. But like the one thing that we can all rest in knowing is that the desire that the Lord has to like get to know us intimately never changes. That is, remains the same our entire life. It doesn't matter if I'm single. It doesn't matter if I'm married. It doesn't matter if I'm going through hardship. It doesn't matter if I'm in the best season of my life. Like I always need the Lord. You always need the Lord. And so I just want to encourage everyone like, get back to your first love. I love the song First Love by Carrie Job. That song wrecks me every single time I read it. <laughs> oh, I I like to read the lyrics. I've definitely tried to the past year and a half, I've really like found it so important to read lyrics of songs and I really like to just see what I'm digesting into like my heart and into my spirit, like what am I actually singing And so I've been more intentional in that way and that song like the lyrics are just so profound. I'm actually going to pull them up while um recording so this is going to be real life edition and no I'm not an editor so you guys are going to get the real deal but Carrie Job has such a beautiful voice and it just hurt this song it really just it it wrecked me in the best way and, and like really got a hold of my heart the way it needed to and so hopefully when I read this to you guys you'll be like wow I really need to be reminded of like getting back to that place and finding a moment to step away whether you listen to sing your car, or to pause this podcast and to, like, listen to the song or just sit in silence with the Lord and just, like, ask Him to, like, give you a touch of what it was like when you first came, when He first came into your life, and if you don't, if you don't know Him, if you've never asked Him to be, come into your life, like, I would encourage you to, like, ask Him to come in and repent of your sins and ask for Him to just completely wreck your life in the best way possible, and you're probably like, hey, now, wreck my life, like, he's not there's no way the Lord can come into your life and for you to for you to be the same person you were when you met him first met him like he's going to come in and he's going to completely radically change your life in the best way possible and you're not even gonna be able to be recognizable in the best way and so like if you're hearing that like just know like if you're needing a touch from him like he's right there and he's he's right there waiting for you like right now while you're listening to this and so I'm gonna read these lyrics and I hope that you can just like Take a moment. I'm gonna try to go slow because I know I'm a fast talker, and just let these like, ver- like these verse, the verses and the chorus, like the bridge and stuff. Just like, just let us soak in the words. I'm returning to the secret place, just an altar and a flame. Love is found here in our sacred place. Space. I hear your voice. I see your face. You're still my first love. You're still my only one. You're I still? You're still my first love. You're still my only one. There's a table just for you and me. Break the bread and pour the wine. Perfect union, nothing in between. I am yours and you are mine. I feel my heart beating out of my chest. I want to stay forever like this. May the flame of my heart always be lit. I want to burn forever like this. I feel my heart beating out of my chest. I want to stay forever like this. May the flame of my heart always be lit. I want to burn forever like this. And it keeps repeating that and then it gets to the instrumental and like getting into the next part where it's, your love is wild. Your love is wild for me your love is wild your love is wild for me and y'all please go go and listen to the song because me reading it does not do the song complete complete justice but just to give you a snippet like i would encourage you and challenge you like really like analyze the things that you're listening to and you're digesting and worship can be such a beautiful place like you have no idea like the breakthrough that's on the other side of your praise and that a simple moment of just like crying out to the Lord it doesn't have to sound perfect. It doesn't that like sound like Christian Aguilera while you're like worshiping the Lord? Like the Lord just wants your, wants your real, authentic love for Him. He doesn't want you to try to be someone you're not. He doesn't want to try, wants you to feel as though you have to perform for Him. That just who you are and how you are is enough. And even if you don't even know who you are, get to know the Creator because He knows you and He knit you together in your mother's womb. And so I hope this podcast encourages you and uplifts you. And I hope that if anything, out of this whole rambling of this, like, mind you, you'll, if this, like I said, if you're new to the podcast, you'll quickly learn that we hop around on a lot of different topics, a lot of different things. And I don't have a script. I don't have a a set thing. I ask the Lord to like place on my heart what he wants me to share with you guys. And that's what I do. And I'm just thankful for for any person that listens, because I truly believe whoever listens is the people that God has chosen to listen to these episodes and that he wants to want you to know how loved you are, how cherished you are, and how set apart you are. And I'm so expectant and so excited for this new year because God has so many things that he wants to do. And at my church, and not just at my church, there's a lot of different like, people in the faith realm that I've been talking about this, but at our church specifically, we have been talking about how like this is the year of the door and that is so symbolic that it can mean open doors or closed doors or both and for me already <laughs> first week and like week and a day in there's been doors that have shut rapidly and there's been door like doors that have also opened very rapidly and it's been exciting to like see that like in order for there to be an open door there has to be a closed door first and one of my amazing friends Gabby if you're listening shout out to you, like, I don't, I think, I don't know if, you, like, who you heard it from, or I think you said someone told you this, and so shout out to whoever told you this, but I was talking about how, like, I believe it's at, like, a revolving, think of, like, a revolving door, like, in order for, like, one of the, do- like, the door to open, one has to shut, and even, like, multiple doors, and it's contingent off of, like, that door that, like, needs to be shut before, like, the new one can open, and I know you're probably thinking, Hannah, doesn't make any sense essentially there's so much significance behind like you have no idea like what doors in your life that you need shut first before God can open the right one for you his door for you and last year I the Lord really highlighted to me like not everyone can go where you're going and that the call that he has on each one of our lives like is so intricate and so intentional that Of course, that doesn't mean everyone can have access to you. And a lot of people want to understand the season you're in, and that's okay because they don't have to because it's not their life and it's not their season. And I realize the older you get that, like, your circle circle definitely does shrink, and that's not a bad thing. So if you're in that season you're like, hey, I have, like, no friends. Like, I literally spend time with my family, and I go to church and, like, do the same thing over and over again. And it's like, okay, that's – hey, be count your blessings because I've learned that the less – The less voices, the less distractions. And it's obviously a lot easier said than done. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to... I have always been a social butterfly my whole life. The older I get, I definitely become more introverted. And I still love being around people. But I've realized that, like, certain people that I, like, surround myself with can either, like, drain energy from me or can, like, give me energy being around them. Like, they don't take... Require things from me. They just allow me to exist. And there's those type of people that you have to surround yourself that, like, are around that... Try to just take so much from you, and it can be so exhausting. So, like, I was gonna challenge you to evaluate your circle. And if you have people like that, and you're like, Well, dang, why is it why do I feel so disconnected? Well, maybe it's because of the people you're surrounding yourself with, or the people that you need to like pray for the Lord to bring into your life to like help you be able to steward some positive perspective and some fresh perspective in your life. And first and foremost, talk to the Lord about it. He he cares about the details. He cares about the prayers. He cares about the mess. He cares about the anger, the frustrations. Like I've been frustrated with the Lord. I have had to ask a lot the Lord a lot of questions. And there hasn't been a ton of answers. And most of the time when I'm talking to the Lord, he typically typically flips a question back at me instead of giving me a direct answer. And sometimes I'm like, Really God? Like why? And then he's like okay, but like, have you thought about this? And it's like, Lord, that's not what I was asking. And he, like, of course he knows every single thing. He knows every single thought, feeling that I've I've ever felt in my entire life. So like the fact that I'm over here, even like questioning, like how he's talking to me, like says so much about how the Lord has to continually keep me humble. But I'm thankful for that because he is good and he is faithful. But I just want to challenge you to like really like run after the Lord and ask him like what he, like what he's up to. And I just want to finish this podcast off with prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you so much for what you're up to and I thank you that you love us right where we're at. And thank you for being our first love. And Lord, if there's anyone listening like us that doesn't know you, I pray that they would they would ask you to come into their life and that they would repent of their sins and turn turn to you, God, because that is the best decision that I've ever made. And I know that so many people that are listening that do know you and do follow you can say the same. And God just help us really start this year fresh, start this fresh new on a, on a firm foundation that's founded on you. And I pray God for just doors to be shut and the right ones to be open and that no man and not even ourselves or the enemy can shut what you're up to and can stop what you're up to, Lord. And I'm thankful for that promise. And I pray God that you would just help us stay motivated and to help us prioritize a relationship with you. And I pray for such a deep yearning and a deep love for you that we have such a desire to get into our word and to pray and to fast and to know you know you more and I pray that you would just place the right people in our life to challenge us in our faith the iron sharpens iron lord I'm thankful for that and I'm excited lord for what you're going to do this year and I just pray that whatever needs you be met lord behind the scenes that nobody has even verbalized that you would meet them and that you would show up and shout like you always do and thank you so much for sending your son down the cross for our sins and pray this things in your name amen Y'all, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around for my wild ride of life. I have some awesome, exciting things that God has been showing me in this season. And y'all, I did not forget, mind you, AK, the ADHD is kicking in. I have, I told you guys in the last podcast that I was going to read to you some notes from the Think Conference that I went to in Nashville in last November. And, but mind you, I just started the process of going through my, my notebook. So it might be a minute because... I highly doubt that I'm done sharing some things that I've written in this notebook, and so I guess there's going to be a series of like going deep diving into my journal, which is a super vulnerable thing to do. Actually, it was super hilarious, and God is very comical because when I opened up my journal, I had written, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, I had written um an entry about a previous relationship, and it was and it was one of like really big marker moment in my past relationship and I was just thought it was super funny of like how like getting to go back and read and be like just see how much I've grown and how much the Lord has like shifted my mind about things and how like he has revealed revealed so much through like the pain the heartbreak the good the bad, the ugly like how he can literally restore things that like the enemy try to steal in my life and how there's so many lessons that can be taught even when it's hard, even when it's ugly. So stay tuned for that. And y'all, I hope you guys have the best week ever ever. and stay stay tuned for new content dropping next week. Bye y'all. Love you.